a mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Paul's going to be with us for about another half an hour. Paul Lewenberger, our insurance uh, agent, our expert, I should say, on insurance. So if you got a question for Paul, let's get that done here between now and 1230. Josh and I will be here until, of course, the top of the hour. Charlie Grimes, our engineer, and Larry Unger answering phones. Got a couple lines open, by the way. You can call in now, 303-477-5600. The text line, you can text us as well, 307 200 8222. John and Littleton, you're next. Hey there. Good afternoon. Hey, I'll, I got two questions. One for Paul and one for about my car. So, sure. Paul, I, I have a little 2008 Saturn Sky, a little two-door convertible, and uh, I have one of those collector car insurance companies on it. I wondered if I should talk to you for uh, maybe a better option. And it's a car that I drive, you know, some. I don't commute with it, but I drive with it a little bit. Yeah, I do. I've got several of those insured. What's the value of it? Um, I have it insured at uh, twenty five thousand. Yeah, you're only talking a couple hundred dollars a year, and and we could actually probably look at doing all your stuff, and then you'd have one company handling everything instead of having it pieced out. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because I know my other insurance company won't do this kind of thing. Yeah, that's why I had to go to another company for the sports car. Yeah, we do it all. Okay, awesome. I'll give you a call in. Hey, and then, John, I have a question. I have a 2008 Saturn Aura, which is like a Malibu mm-hmm. four-door sedan. Um, when it's hot outside or when the sun shines on the car, the door locks don't operate. Or they, you can hear them barely working, and they just, you know, they just don't open and close like they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And I really don't understand the mechanism, so I wonder if you could help me explain, help me understand what that is and what could possibly be the cause and what's the, what's the fix for it. All door locks, probably since its inception, have worked off of essentially a motor that goes, you know, it's a plunger, out, in, out, in. It's all it is. It's really that simple. If it's not moving far enough, and it could be, and most of these late model ones now are made out of plastic. It's a plastic type plunger, and I'm guessing maybe the heat is contracting or expanding, uh, probably expanding enough to where things are slowing down when it's super hot. You might try to pull the door panel off and lubricate those, you know, that plunger and see if that helps, John. Outside of that, putting new ones in is going to be the only other option. So are these, where would I find these, like in a, in a GM door panel, in the GM door? No, you, you can't miss it. If you pull, a, you pull the door panel off and look inside the door, you'll see them. It's very easy to see. And they're just a small little solenoid type of device? Yeah, they're what, Josh, six inches or so long maybe total? Oh, I don't know. They're not that big. Hang on, let's get your oh, mic sorry. on. There we go. It could also be there's a, a motor part of the actually door latch assembly on some true, of the new ones. True, true. And that could do it. So does it do... It's an 08, though, so yeah, 08 like still right have plunger line. or... It's right in line. I'm not sure okay. on that one. But they all don't work when it's hot or 
just one of them doesn't work when it's hot? Yeah, good question. Um, I would say it's individual. Mm. Uh, you know, because some of them kind of work. When okay. it's like if the sun is shining on, say, the right side of the car, mm-hmm. neither one's on the right side of the car going to work. Okay. So what I would do is where the actual, you know, lock mechanism comes to the door, loop that part up a little bit. Because what happens on mm-hmm. these plastic panels, they'll drag. And some of the new ones, if they're not the plunger style, the, the geared motor ones, they actually have a sensor that kind of looks for the load on that and will make them not work. And too. Josh is right. That is a, that's a the whole mechanism. Door, so that yeah. doesn't so, have the plunger, John. So that's a whole assembly. Okay, so this is where the door would latch to the front Correct. of the car? Is yeah. that what you're so talking about? It's all one assembly, yeah, where you actually the door latches to that pin on it. If you take okay. the door panel off, you'll see this whole assembly. You have like three rods going to it, and the motor is part of that assembly. Sometimes they can be unbolted, and sometimes you got to buy the whole assembly for it. Which aren't cheap, I just looked no, up, by not. the way. Those are expensive. Oh, great. So on that what one. kind of lube would you recommend? WD-40. Yeah. Okay. Just get in there and squirt it. Well, yeah, because over time they'll get all dirt and gummed up and, you know, not corroded, but they'll just get all, because it's all plastic, so there's no corrosion. It's just all junk gets in them, I guess you could say. Okay, and that makes perfect sense just because of the age of the car. Exactly. Okay, well, I'll give that a shot. But they call that now a door lock actuator assembly. It's all integrated in with the lock now, John. And again, Josh was right. Thank you, by the way, because they started splitting that, I don't know, what, mid-2000s or so, I guess? Yeah, somewhere around there. Roughly, where they went away from the plunger style, like I was mentioning, John, to the whole assembly. Okay, so I'll just get... i got to take a door panel off anyway because I have a broken door panel, so I've got a, a replacement. So when I do that, I'll get in there, at least the one door, and see if that helps. Okay, fantastic. And I also wanted to give a plug for Novus. Uh, I had the guys out in Aurora replace two windows for me yesterday, nice. and uh, they, did a, they did a great job. So nice. Thank you. That's Lynn. Thank you, Lynn. Appreciate that as well. John, thank you very much. And uh, Wayne and Greeley, you are next. Go ahead, Wayne. Hey, John uh, and Paul. I I wanted to put a plug in for Paul because, uh, I, oh, yeah, well, I don't know, several years ago when I was listening to you, John, uh, you were talking about Paul and I got it with, in with his company, and they've been just fabulous with me ever since, uh, not just in my, with my car, but with my home and everything else. So I just wanted to say, uh, anybody that's listening, if you need some good insurance, mm-hmm. uh, call Paul Lewinberger. Yeah. Thanks, Wayne. I appreciate yeah, that's that. That's a great testimony. And, uh, Thank you. John, I was just driving back the other day from making a little trip out here. And I came past the Windsor area out here west of us, and there's houses out there as yep. far as you can see. Yes, there is, Wayne. Sure and is. You know what? I got to thinking about one of your programs on the electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, when those they plug all those houses in, uh, where's these electric vehicles going to get their power from? That's what. It's a great question. No, Wayne. I mean, that's the that's the ten million dollar question and the answer is it doesn't exist at this point in time in in the in the framework of what we have right now even the the leader of the largest electric car company in the world that sold more electric cars than anyone you know mr tesla himself elon musk will tell you that we don't have enough that's that's it's got to be and if people use their head running out here and paying extra money to get an all-electric car right now i i think that's a big gamble unless you're I, I don't know. You'd have to have your own power from somewhere. But you anyway. would, or keep in mind if you're, you know, if you're one of the few in your block, 
which which this is the other thing nobody's telling anybody wayne great comments but this is the reality as well and this is what news media doesn't tell you uh i don't think i'm too far off of my numbers about three percent of all cars, and I just saw the numbers even for Colorado, and we're not much off of what it is on a nationwide basis. It's about 3% of our of all cars sold are an EV. So it isn't as many as what even the news media would, lo- would, would like you to believe is out there, Wayne. So right now, only 3% of cars produced. Uh, I mean, g- just for an example, Ford thinks they're going to hit it big with the Lightning, and they may. But even their predictions of numbers, which they've increased... Keep in mind, they normally, on a normal year, will sell close to a million F-150s a year. A million. Their plans or their projections for the Lightning is around 100 to 150,000 units a year. That's only 10% of what they normally sell in F-150s, and I think their numbers might be a little high. It'll be high. to be. They'll sell a bunch initially, but you'll see it taper off even on the Lightnings. Well, I think they buy one and put it in storage maybe and appreciate it or something, but... Uh... Uh, who would want to get a pickup that you got to plug in for an hour or so or a couple hours every two or 300 miles? That's kind of ridiculous. People that are using it outside of a local area, Wayne, I don't think will. If you're using it in a local area uh, and you're even a contractor where you know you've got a you know 200-mile loop or a 100-mile loop you're making on a daily basis, for that guy, it would work fine. Me... You know, my types of crews, it's not going to work for me in my business. A, they're not heavy enough. B, they don't have the range they should have. But, you know, you take a guy that's got a, I don't know, window washing company. He's putting a few ladders on top. He's got a little ladder rack, and he knows his route for a particular guy is going to be 50 miles that day. Well, in that particular case, it might work. Yeah, I agree, John. But Uh, but it's going to be very specific, Wayne. It just scared the heck out of me when I looked across there and saw those houses that clear, clear to the mountains, man. I mean, clear to Fort Collins. There's a bunch. There's You're right. Spread yeah. across there. It looks, and they those have sprouted up in six months. Oh I yeah, mean, yeah. No, I, you, you look at where things have you know gone in the last even just five years, Wayne Greeley included, and just you know I'll talk oh, about yeah. your town for a minute. Back in the day. Your town was a cattle feed, you know, kind of outlier town that really, no, no offense, Wayne, didn't have a whole lot going on in it. Not the case anymore. All we did was grow sugar beets and onions and uh, and have at it over here. But, That's right. Uh, Not anymore. You, 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 I mean, you look at the housing values in Greeley even and what's going on there, and it's not much different than Denver now. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Anyway, I'm glad I'm 86 and I don't have to worry about it <laughs> more years. Wayne, you're a good man. Thank okay, you, sir. You guys have a good we'll one, do John. it. Have a good weekend, Wayne. And all of you, I appreciate you bet. It. No, thank you very much. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere, guys. Drive Radio KLZ 560. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. 
With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof. But what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewenberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. All right, we're back. Paul again with us. By the way, he's going to be with us for about another 10 minutes is all. So if you guys have a question for us, let us know, and we'll get Paul to answer that uh, question for you. And 303-477-5600 is our phone number. Uh, David and Wheat Ridge, you're next, sir. Go ahead. Go ahead, David. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, Go ahead. I called about a month ago. I called about a problem with fuel and ignition in a Volvo S40, high mileage, 2007, took it to a shop, and they threw a bunch of parts at it. We got to a pretty significant dollar amount, and the car, uh, after three times in, continued with the same problem. Uh, My wife was in the vehicle the last time when they assured us everything was fine, got onto I-25 northbound and was stuck in the middle lane at rush hour. And so the shop, um, 
we were, you know, upset, that's for sure, because it's a life-threatening scenario. And um, shop gave us a rental car for, it was a long time, like 10 days. Um, you guys gave me the advice to not tell them what to do, but you all said that it's probably a ground or an electrical problem. They did not tell me in the end what the issue was, but they fixed the car. They gave us all of our money back and that rental car for that whole time frame. Hmm. Now, um, so, you know, they did the right thing in the end. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the, the caveat that was strange was that they gave us all of our money back. They didn't tell us exactly what ha what they fixed, but they said electrical, and they said the repair is not warranted. Well, we didn't pay any money for the repair. It's working. Sure. So, uh, so no, yeah, no, nothing nothing lost. If I mean, again, since you didn't pay anything out, yeah, there wouldn't be any warranty because they're not charging you anything. It's interesting yeah. that they won't tell you what they found. My guess is they found something in a ground or something along those lines that probably wasn't too bad of a fix. That's why they went ahead and fixed it and just sent you on your way. Uh, yeah. It would be nice to know what happened so you could keep your eye on it in the future. Right. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. Uh, we're obviously, it's, we're satisfied. And, uh, sure. Well, you know, to your point, they did the right thing. So that's, that's when, good. When we know that there's people out there that won't do the right thing. Right. So, yeah. So that was good. The other thing I have is my 82 year old father had his uh, Kia 2010 Kia Forte stolen out of his residential parking garage last week. And you have your insurance guy there. Um, when they come back with, it's been almost. It'll be a week on Tuesday. I mean, this person was brazen. They had a vehicle um, piggyback into their their um, parking garage. And then um, when they were leaving, there were images caught on camera, and the thief was wearing a big orange wig, if you can imagine that. And so when the insurance company comes back with their settlement, uh, whenever that is, shortly, in a few days probably, the formula seems to be average sale price of your make and model and year in um in your region my dad's 82 his car had low mileage and was immaculate i told him don't settle for the average ask him for more well and does he have any type of paperwork with servicing tires things he's done with it right Maintenance and so on. Photos that you guys have taken of it? Yeah, he had uh, photos. He would have all of his service records, I know that. Yeah, I mean, I would submit all that. I mean, you shouldn't have... Who's he insured with? Uh, I think... Oh, golly. A big carrier. I think maybe... Um, maybe... Uh, I don't know, State Farm or Allstate... Or somebody like that. Just I, think to, I would tell him definitely not to settle. To, you know, obviously when he gets that number, tell him, have him tell them he needs to think about it. Mm -hmm. 
but then try to put pen to paper and figure out you, you may be surprised it may come back higher than he's expecting too, just because of the market we're in right now. That's what he said. He he's the kind of guy who checks his Kelly Blue Book on his inexpensive old car, older car, and he he said it. He just checked it again after the fact, and he had checked it last year, and he said the value of his car went up thousand oh, yeah. mm-hmm. dollars. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, not not surprised at that at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think that's good advice on Paul's part, David. That's exactly what I needed, fellas. Okay. Always David, Thanks. thank you. Appreciate the phone call very much. By the way, had somebody sent an email and texted both. I'm going to go ahead and answer this one on air because it's a question I think that probably is in most people's minds. They just never ask. And that is, this is a wife's tale, by the way, but will a car battery go dead from sitting on a cement floor? No. Where this came from back in the day is typically batteries will not function as well in the cold as they do when they're warmer. So what is a concrete floor typically, especially in the winter months, it's cold. So guys would put a battery on a cold concrete floor, and yes, the the voltage may have dropped some just from sitting on the cold floor because it dropped the temperature of the battery down, but it wasn't the concrete itself sucking any of the juice or life out of the battery. That's an old wives' tale. Guys back in the day would take a two-by-four or a piece of rubber mat or a carpet or whatever, and they'd put it under the battery. No, folks, you, you don't need to do that. That's an old wives' tale. Uh, there's nothing to that. A battery can sit on anything it wants to. It's fully insulated from whatever it's touching. That's why it's encased in plastic, by the way. has been for eons. And the only thing, again, that really is affecting that battery is the temperature of it. And that's why back in the day, guys would say that a concrete floor would... I, I can remember as a kid, guys would say, Oh, you can't put that on the concrete. It'll drain the battery. Um, no, that's not the case at all. But that's still in a lot of guys' minds. And, and again, that's one of those things that comes from the old days. And it's just it's just flat out not true. Bill and Lakewood, you're up, sir. Okay. Hey, first I'll make a comment. Then I'll tell you a little story. Sure. When I was a kid... <laughs> um, uh, well, uh, I'll make the comment first. Uh, the WD-40, you know, at work we used to clean up shim stocks for motors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I and one time I took so after I cleaned them up, I took some WD-40, I sprayed them down and wrapped them up. And then when I came back to them, I don't know, a couple weeks later, whatever it was, that WD-40 turned to like gel. Hmm. And so, I personally, I, I wouldn't use it on anything. I. I, I use uh, uh, Amsoil's synthetic spray, and I use that on my guns and everything. You spray it on, you let it dry, it's there, and there's no mess at all on it. Hmm. I've, I've never heard that on the WD-40 side. So yeah. Well, anyway, so years ago, this was up in Greeley. It was probably about 1970-ish, 64 pickup, Ford pickup truck, mm-hmm. so... I guess I used to use WD-40 on everything. So I sprayed down the threads and all that stuff because the guy I bought the truck from, they used to drive it along the river, along the plat. So it was kind of beat up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so here I am coming coming down 8th onto 8th, I think it was. I take the turn. All of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I see this tire rolling down the street. Oh, no. Well, guess whose tire it was? Yours. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. 
Not good. You don't want to see your tire rolling down the road, Bill. Thanks. And and yeah, I, I've I, I've never seen that happen with WD forty. Although I will say that when you're doing certain things, and we talk about this all the time, there are other products. You know, graphite lubricants. That Amsoil product, Bill just mentioned, great product as well. Uh, but again, if you're just trying to get something loosened up and try to see if something will work, yeah, there's nothing wrong with using the WD forty. If you want to come back after the fact when, on those locks, for example, if you get them all loosened up and they're working, and then you want to take a graphite spray to it and you know kind of finish it off that way, yeah, if you, you know, more more power to you. Nothing wrong with doing that. Uh, but you know, I'm still one of those guys that keeps a little WD forty around for all sorts of things. By the way, one thing that WD forty is really good for if you get tar on the side of the car and you want something to take that off. Spray it with WD-40, it'll take it right off. Wow. I don't know what's in that stuff, but it's got some sort of an oil component to it that if you get, you know, some... Uh, the other thing it'll take off also is the stripes. On If you run over a freshly striped road and the stripes get on the side of the car, you can use WD-40 to pull that off of there as well. It doesn't harm the paint or anything along those lines, and away you go. Done deal. Actually, works very well. You'd be surprised. Yeah, I keep it in my glove box. Yeah, it, it works great for all those sorts of things. So, Paul, you going to head out? Yep. You're the man. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. We always enjoy it. So, guys, if you need anything from Paul, give me your number again, Paul. My uh, office number is 303-662-0789, and my cell phone is 303-619-9891. Great. Thanks, as always. we got another half hour coming your way. Myself and Josh Goff will hang out. Questions, please give us a call, 303-477-5600. It's Mother's Day weekend. Don't forget to get do something nice for Mom. And uh, we'll, we'll see you guys here in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage and something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right, since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores nationwide. 
Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa Auto Parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. Want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years? Want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. We have been showing Coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop. Learn how to lower your total interest cost, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001, and where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. All right, Drive Radio KLZ 560. Again, Josh Goff, Legacy Automotive up in Boulder, and we're doing some used cars now up there as well, which I'll let Josh explain real quick. We don't have any calls at the moment, which is kind of normal for 1230, so they'll pick back up, which they always do towards the end. So if you have a question, ask it now, because once we're off at about 1258, 125830 or so, we're gone. So if you got a question, call us now, 303-477-5600. But walk us through how the used car side of it works now. So we have a, you. a new used car dealership called uh, Ridgeline Auto Brokers. And it's uh, 303-442-4141. And uh, we're starting to sell some some cars up there. The market's uh, very interesting right now. It's hot, <laughs> as always. It's hot. It's hard to find good cars still. But, uh, you know, we're trying. So it's a and, and you're hitting, you know, the auctions and looking for cars and all that on a regular basis. So if there's somebody looking for something, you've got the ability to potentially find it. It exactly. depends on the car, of course. Yeah, give us a call. Car, I mean, SUV, whatever. We're trying to stay around that $10,000 market on it. You know, it's kind of, you know, a lower end market, but it's where people have money to buy the cars at, too, right now. You know, and you get above that fifteen dollars or $20,000, that's a lot of money for people. Mm-hmm. It is. And, and again, something that we probably haven't talked much about here lately with what the used car market's done and how crazy it is. But the reality is there, I saw, saw somebody the other day on Facebook. I don't, just, sorry, I'm not making fun. I'm just making a comment. Saw somebody on Facebook where they put this sort of comment out. Looking for really good, solid, reliable used car. Doesn't need a lot of work. And all I have is, you know, $2,000 to spend. You're not finding it, folks. No. You're you're not going to find a car that meets those specifications for two grand. You better spend five, and that's minimal. Five, you know, am I right? Five is what when we were kids was a five hundred dollar car. Right, thousand is now right. a five hundred dollar car. Correct. It's, so you're going to do work on a five thousand dollar car. Is my do point. Work on a five thousand dollar car. Yeah, that's yeah that, and I didn't comment on this particular person's you know pose because I didn't want to be that guy. But this is something that unless somebody's willing to give. Uh, somebody like that, a you know, leg up and help them out with a car or something along those lines. But just going out and trying to find a car to buy 
at that price range, you're you're just not going to find them. They don't exist. No, they don't. I mean, they're 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 bringing a thousand bucks just going to the crusher now. They are. So you're not going to sell a running car for that. Yeah, it it is a thousand dollars for a crusher yeah, car anymore. That's what a crusher car is worth now. It used to be fifty bucks or so. It was. Yeah, yeah. if you could get five hundred dollars out of a crusher, it was a that's nice right. crusher. That's exactly right. So Tom and Lakewood, you're up next, and we got lines open three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. Go ahead. Yes, I have a. 2003 Silverado. It's the 4.8, and it's got 248,000 miles on it, and it's quiet. It runs pretty good. I've changed oil well, every three, four thousand, and uh, but anyway, if I I drive it for a while, and say I get going 60, 70 miles an hour, and then I stop and I idle, like at McDonald's or something like that. After about five or six minutes, I start to get a little tappet noise. Hmm. And then as soon as I start up again, it goes away. And uh, I don't know, it really bothered me at first. And then it went away so fast that it doesn't bother me so much anymore. But I'm kind of curious what would cause that. Hydraulic lifters. That are also where the the valves, you know, the rockers can start to go and make that tapping noise too. Okay. Well, it's got a lot of miles on it, and okay, so well, it doesn't really bother anything that much, and it still gets about the same mileage, about sixteen and a half that it always got. Okay. And uh, so. And I and I didn't hear the. I was answering a text message. I didn't hear the year. What year is it? Two thousand three. Okay, oh three. Yep. You know, you could, and again, Josh is probably chime in on this you, you could try some of the bg products just to see if we can maybe get some things loosened up and see if there's anything there that would help you're not really going to be out much other than the cost of the product mm-hmm. you know you could go ahead and do the engine restoration uh you know product the epr on the next oil change and then put some moa the motor oil additive in it afterwards and just see what it does tom and that's your best bet is you know try the epr the engine restoration product. You're not out anything trying it. Yeah, and you do that before yeah. you do the oil change. You pour it in and you let it run and it, it cleans up all that varnish and gunk. Right. Then you drain all that out with the oil and then with the new oil change, you put that MOA in it and, and let yeah. it work for how a while, you, too. How many miles do you have to have the EPR on it? You ten, don't, ten minutes. Ten it's minutes, it's yeah. really just kind of a little above oh, okay, idle ten, ten minutes. minutes before the oil change. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And you well, put it in cold. Easier. You don't put it into a warm engine. It's a, it's you know lukewarm or you know, cold engine. Oh, okay. Well, I'll try that. It, like I say, it doesn't really bother me. It just kind of scares me a little. And yeah, and you're not going to be out anything trying it. Rocket arm. Yeah. Pardon? I said you're not out anything trying it. A little bit of money for the product is all, Tom. It'd be worth a try. I think I lost you, so we'll let Tom go there. But, yeah, just give that a whirl, and that's true for a lot of you listening. By the way, somebody – I didn't know this. So somebody said that the battery myth on the concrete came from when batteries were made from rubber. On a wet or damp, damp concrete, the cells would discharge because of the current flow path created by the moisture. Makes sense. I've never seen a rubber in my lifetime, so that meant way before my time because I've never seen that in my lifetime. So it makes sense. I mean, that's where that's been passed down through the years. It's funny how that's how how myths and things like that sort of get started. It's like, well, it was that way once, but they forget that technology and other things come along and change things, and it's no longer that way but there's still a lot of old guys running around that'll tell you not to put a battery on a concrete floor well way back when i was in tech school the first day of school the teacher came out with two new batteries and they were the ac delcos with the little green light you know yeah yeah. 
And uh, we put one on a block of wood and the other one on the concrete floor. At the end of the semester, we test them. Both the same. same yeah, exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, so it proves the point. Eric in Denver, you're next. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, so I won't name the used car dealership that's a large national chain that buys for below wholesale and sells for above certified pre-owned dealer price. But uh, just, you know, some of the some, some of the cars that some of these used car lots are selling stuff for compared to what they are buying for is just outright scary. Yeah. The other thing you have to watch on some of those big... Uh, national chains is making sure that the car is what they claim it is. In other words, there's some cars rolling through in Carvana being one of them where they've gotten trouble for delivery of title, salvage titles, yeah. things along those lines that, yeah, you have to really be careful to your point, Eric, on some of those big, you know, well, national companies because, yeah, you, you may be waiting. You, you some cases, you, you may have to sue them to get your title. That's what's happened with them. Well, but I'm uh, that too, but I'm thinking of the prices. I'll give you an example. Uh, in 20, the end of 2014, uh, when I was looking for uh, a new pickup, happened to go to a dealer that was down in Littleton, a big used car dealer. They had a 2014, now mind you, I said this was the end of 14. So this was a 2014 Nissan Frontier Pro 4X, luxury with the, the leather and every bell and whistle and a topper, and had 21,000 miles on it. And most likely it was, I, I I don't remember the build date, but since they were selling it then with those miles, it obviously was, you know, probably was purchased right at the end of 2013. And they were selling it. The price they had listed on there as their no-haggle firm price was $2,500 above what a Nissan dealer was selling the exact same truck as a certified pre-owned with fewer miles and Mm -hmm. a lift Mm -hmm. kit. Yeah. And I looked at the salesman, and I said, I showed him, and he goes, his exact words to me were, our used car pricers have forgotten more about pricing vehicles than KBB and the other dealers will ever remember. And as he says this and walks away, and I started laughing, and as we were heading towards the door, I happened to walk by their appraiser's office, and lo and behold, in their appraiser's office was the brand new edition KBB book laying on his desk. And I looked at my wife, I started, I almost doubled over laughing. I said, what? I said, remember what the guy just told me? She goes, yeah. And I pointed to the window. I said, well, there's the KBD book. I said, so somebody's doing the research. Well, no offense, but if somebody's willing to pay that, that's the problem. That's where the prices are coming from. If somebody walks in and pays that price, that's what they're going to get. Yeah. And they are in a lot of cases. Because some yeah, folks okay. just, you know, I, I'm one of those guys, and I still am this way, whether it's with cars, houses, or whatever. I won't overpay. I'm just not that guy. I, I won't get into bidding wars. I'm not going to overpay. I, I'm just not that guy. Now, do I miss out on some things because I won't do that? Maybe, oh, yeah. but I won't overpay. Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, you know, when I was told, when the guy told me that, and I laughed, and I walked away, and that truck sat there, because I kept checking their website, that truck sat there for four months before they finally sold it, because other people looked at it and said, right. hey, wait a minute, this is way overpriced. Right. Same thing's happening you know, in the real right. estate market, car market. I mean, there's lots of areas where that's happening. And, yeah, I, I just, I'm one of those. I, I mean, it's, it's like some of the new, uh, well, well, in the Demons, I'll give you an example. When the Demons came out, I wanted one of those pretty badly, looked around, but everybody that had one wanted, you know, 10, 15, 20K 
over you know sticker over, price, not even yeah. just retail, but over sticker price. And Eric, I'm just, I'm not going to do that. Sorry, I'm not going to pay that. I mean, uh, yeah. now maybe I should have. Maybe they're still worth that, but I'm just not that guy. I'm not going to do that. Well, I mean, I get these texts every once in a while from these uh, ones. You know, we'll buy your house, or we have investors who want to buy your mm-hmm. house, and and I laugh at them, and I always tell them I want one million dollars for my house, and they, well, that's way over what 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 we're willing to pay. And I said, well, that's what I want for it. I said, you want my house? I said, I got to be able to replace it. I said, in today's market, that ain't happening. And you know, I looking at demon prices, maybe I should have went ahead and paid that because they're bringing like one fifty, one sixty, and you could have still bought one then for like one ten. But again, I'm just not that guy. I won't pay over. Well, I mean, you know, you could probably sell your GS for your for part of your retirement account. Yeah, it's, you know, it's funny that one's not bringing as much money as you'd think. It those those older the if it was a Chevelle and had a Chevy nameplate, it'd be worth a lot yeah. more money. But my Buick just has not gone up in value a ton, think, unfortunately. Well, you know and, and you know what's funny though is there was a thing on Facebook the other day, one of the uh, automotive ones that'll pop up. Their little sponsored automotive things will pop up, and it was a whole breakdown on the history of the GS, mm-hmm. what models are worth what, and mm-hmm. what models are worth, you know, more. And, you know, and I just, as a lark, after reading, I was perusing eBay, and there was one on there that I actually know where the car is at. I'm going to call a family friend and that lives near there and have him go and uh, inquire about it. It's back in Ohio, and it's a convertible uh, GS 455 that's been repainted. And I'm curious, they're saying all the cars, the immaculate, it was just a repaint as part of a restoration, and you can still see the original color. And I, I, I say I'm going to reach out to a family friend that still lives in the area and say, hey, go look at this car and, and mm. see if yeah. it's a deal. Because I said, for the price, I'd be tempted to see if I could come up with the money for the price. Yeah, the convertibles are, you know, I think, uh, you know, one of those where they're going to, you know, and by the way, they're all going to go up in value over time. It's just not, they're, they're not escalating because yeah. it's the supply and and demand, you know, the demand for the Buicks, Nosemobiles, and Pontiacs are not the same as it is for the bow tie on a Chevelle. They're just not, and I don't know if it ever will be. I mean, it could take my my car, the condition it's in, and so on, and it's worth half of what the same Chevelle would be, or maybe even less than half of what a Chevelle of, of the exact same vintage, everything else being the same, the Chevelle's worth double. And yeah, always will be. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and to an extent, you sometimes wonder why, because some of the other ones are, are more of the sleeper, that, it's know, that, it's still that demand factor, Eric, because more people yeah. want a Chevelle than a Judge or a GS or a uh, or a four four two. They it's just it's just even though they're the same car for the most part, other than the engine combo, but other than that, they're essentially the same car. It's because of the bow tie on the front that that Chevy yeah. brings more money. And even though they built, well, even though they made more of them, it's still going to bring more money. Well, and that's why I said it, it kind of falls into the sleeper bit, too, because mm-hmm. they don't realize that if they bought the, the Buick or the 442 or the GTO, that in some cases they might actually get a little more performance. Yeah, my, my 400 GS is faster than what a 350 Chevelle back in the day would have been. If some of the 454 cars, it's even as fast as those, depending upon how the 454 was equipped. Yeah, And, and I know that because I used to race mine up at Manomir's back in the day, so I can tell you that firsthand. Eric, yeah, I got to run a break. Thanks, so great, great comments. I appreciate that. Don, hang tight. We'll get your transmission question in a moment. Don't go anywhere. Drive radio, KLZ five sixty. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new adaptive one brakes, and every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our six thousand Napa Auto Parts stores. 
Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. In these difficult times, Arvada West Auto and Truck is geared up servicing and maintaining their customers' vehicles. Throughout the COVID disruption, they still manage to keep their staff busy every day. As a reminder, Arvada West Auto and Truck specializes in electrical, climate control, brakes, tune-ups, emission failures, exhaust, steering, suspension, drivability issues, and maintenance services. Come visit or call Arvada West Auto and Truck. 11752 West 64th Avenue, just west of Sims, or call them at 303-422-1065. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse none at all you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a Novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com just click on the Novus link that's Novus Autoglass a proud sponsor of drive radio All right, we are back. One last little segment here at Drive Radio Sportsman of Colorado coming up right after we're done. By the way, Don in Colorado Springs, you're next. Yes, sir. Hello, Don. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Go ahead, sir. Yes, yeah, so I was saying um, I had a I had a 78 uh, Chevy van that um, I it's a four-wheel drive, so I keep it around because in the wintertime it always gets sure. me out of the jam. Sure. And um, – I had the transmission rebuilt by a transmission shop in town a couple of years ago. And he said, you know, when it get about 500 miles, bring it back, we'll check it out again. And of course I don't drive it a lot. I don't even think I've put 500 miles in the last mm. couple of years. Okay. And, 
it's been sitting there. I turn it over and, you know, move it around, whatever. Well, I just recently went to turn it, turn it on and I went to shift and it, it won't shift forward. It just it shifts in reverse, but no, no forward. Okay. And I checked the, the fluid and got fluid. And I added a little bit, but you know, it, it still has fluid and so it doesn't make any sense. I called the guy and he wants to charge me to go through it again to check it out, see what it is. If you let and it I fully, fully warm up and run, you know, for a little bit, will it engage in forward gear at that point? You know, I I, I, I did not let it run for a long time. I, I would. I, I would go ahead and uh, let it warm all the way up. Let's see if it's got a hard seal okay. or something along those lines. Let's let it warm all the way up and put it into low as well. Don't just put it in drive. Put it in low and see if you can get it to move that way first, Don. Okay. And then we'll, we'll go right, from there. Thanks. If you give me some of the indicators as to what it's doing, then we can kind of tell you what direction to head. All right. Thanks. Oh, I you, appreciate your you, show. You're I very welcome. I've for a long time. Well, thank first you. First time caller. Thank you, Don. I appreciate you guys. Well, appreciate you calling very much. Thank you for listening all this time, too. I, I, I know there's a lot of folks that listen and never call in. Thank all of you as well. I, I, I really do appreciate that. Brian and Longmont, you're next. Hey, John. I know you know this. There's uh, at least a few of us out here who would take your GS way before we take an <laughs> SS396. That's all I got to say. Well, thank you, Brian. I, I, I appreciate that very much. Uh, believe me, I do. And uh, Mickey in Denver, you're next. You'll probably be, well, we can get another call in after Mickey if somebody calls in quickly enough. Go ahead, though, Mickey. What's going on? Mom never drove a car. Ah, okay. Farmall H, John Deere, pull the wagons, great, but driving the car was Dad's job. Hmm. So she never drove. She never drove anything besides farm vehicles. Yeah. Well, like I told you, my my grandmother, who you know, my grandfather owned a car dealership, and and all those years and all of that. I mean, I when I one of the first tasks after I got my driver's license when I was sixteen, actually, you know, was was literally my grandmother would go on Thursdays. Don't remember this? She would go on Thursdays to get her hair done every week. Yep. It became my yep. job. To go up, drop her off. I had to watch the clock because back then we didn't have cell phones and all that nonsense, as you know, Mickey. So it was my job to watch the clock and go back and pick her up about an hour and fifteen minutes later. That's a ticket. And that's yep, what Mom, I did. Same old, same old. <laughs> <laughs> and she never drove to the day she died. Never drove. Yep. Have a, have a happy Mother's you Day. You too, Mickey. Appreciate it very much. All you guys have a happy Mother's Day as well. But you t I tell that to people at times, and it's like, that doesn't make any sense. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's never, I guess, never needed to. Somebody always around to, you know, drive. Yeah. I mean, my grandmother drove, but every Thursday she got her hair done. Yeah, what was the Thursday thing? I don't know. I why, mean, why was it Thursdays? Even For on the day weekend, getting ready? Huh, what, Charlie? Oh, Charlie says get uh, ready for church. Oh, that's correct. Good yep, point, Charlie. Is, be... And Fridays were probably busy, so you did all your stuff on Thursday. Well, and it had to kind of set or something <laughs> like that. Did Charlie? Charlie would know more than I on that. I think you're right, though, Josh. Yeah, had to had to like it's like Hardner had to set up. It did, yeah. <laughs> they'd get it done, and then it didn't look quite the same, you know, for the the yeah, the, that's it. You slept on it, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, um, yeah, they did something to it at night, didn't they? They the, did. She always had, like, toilet paper and hat pins <laughs> and all this stuff. And Make sure it all stayed the same. That and Vic's vapor rub. Is, yeah, what, yeah, what hey, was... Hey, John. Yeah, what, My Larry? grandmother, she drove, covered wagon, 
Okay, a covered wagon. Good one, Larry. Good one. Well, you know, and actually my grandmother's uh, folks, they actually came to Colorado that way. So um, kind of gives you the, the lineage of how long my family's been here. So a long time. So covered wagon back in the day. Can you imagine coming out here in a covered wagon, by the way? I can't think of anything more miserable. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Everybody talks about the good old days. No, they weren't. No. You come out here and get shot and... Indians and all the stuff that went on, and yeah, no thanks. No suspension, diseases, everything. I was just going to say the disease, infections even, things that went on. Yeah, no thanks. Those were not the good old days by any means. (laughs) And an outhouse, by the way, is not my idea of, you know, having indoor plumbing. No. So no thanks. I'm very thankful I was born and grew up in the era that I have grown up in because I like modern, I've always said this, I like modern plumbing and I like toilet paper. <laughs> Me too. Better than cord cobs oh, or the Sears yeah, catalog. Thank you. I don't, don't want to go, I, no, I don't want to go back in time to where they were if I was ever going to do that. No, that's not what I would want to do. Uh, I The era that I've grown up in, I'm actually thankful for. I know times are crazy right now, in, including, Josh and I were talking about this, you know, before we went off air, that last segment, and even a little bit off air that you guys weren't able to hear, but the used car market, yeah, guys, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's still crazy. Uh, I know a lot of you even look to us kind of as predictions of, you know, what are things going to happen when it comes to the new car market, used car market. Uh, I'll try my best to explain this in about a minute. Folks, I don't really see much of an end to this right at the moment. And Josh is, is out now looking at the wholesale end of things, auctions and so on, and he's over here agreeing with me because... Uh, folks, there's just no end in sight right now. They're still not making enough cars. You're finally even starting to see the manufacturers admit they're not producing as many cars as they once did. Uh, I think they've been lying, fra- frankly, uh, up until now. They're finally starting to realize and admit to the public that, yes, we did not produce as many cars in you know the last quarter or the last six months that we had you know the prior uh, time frame. Uh, you know, from a year ago and even even before that. So the reality is, no, they're not producing as many cars. They can't get the supply lines back to where they need to be. Uh, inflation is is an all-time high. You guys all know that. Uh, the Fed just raised interest rates, which, by the way, even as new cars come back onto the marketplace, those that are out trying to buy those cars on a loan are going to have a harder time because the rates are going to be up. So I don't see the new car folks having any reprieve on this end of things anytime soon, which is going to, again, keep used car prices up. Yeah. Just just Very my true. two cents. That's my predictions. So, all right, one more time on Ridgeline. Ridgeline is 303 442 and we'll get that information, by the way, of Josh's and the used car. I, I apologize. I should have had that on the website by now. We'll get that up on the website this week also. So if you want a used car, you'll know right where to go. Any of the rest of our sponsors, go right to drive-radio.com. It's drive-radio.com. You can find them all listed there. And, again, thanks to Stack Optical, a great new sponsor that joined us uh, starting here in May. We appreciate Alan very much. If you have any eye needs at all, uh, Alan at Stack Optical is the place to go. So, guys, have a great Mother's Day weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday for Rush to Reason in the afternoon. Otherwise, enjoy your weekend. Sportsman Colorado is next. This is KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.